Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Attention Duval Hot Takes listeners, this is your complimentary volume warning. In this episode, our highs are high and our lows are low. I'm sure you can guess why. With that said, enjoy. It's the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, starring Sean Daly. Jalen Ramsey put me to the brink of insanity, and now I finally snapped. (laughs) Pat Smith. So that means you need to... Oh, 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 oh. With Taylor Smith and Devin May. It can be the sky's green. And somebody says, well, actually, it's blue. He will go, no! <laughs> Here we go! All right. What's up, everyone? Good day to you. And welcome to the Duval Hot Takes podcast. Your biggest and best podcast for all things Jaguars football. Presented by Big Cat Country and SB Nation. My name is Taylor Smith. I'm your moderator for the show, and I am afraid. Oh, no. What am I afraid of? I'm afraid of our hosts. I'm afraid of Sean Daly. Mm. And I'm afraid of Pat Smith. Still here. Devin, Mabe, I'm not afraid of you. I'm actually going to need you for moral support this episode. You got me? Yeah, I got you, buddy. All right, thank you. Today is Friday, October 18th, and if you're wondering what the hell I'm talking about, then my oh my do we have an episode for you! Of course, this is the end of the week, so this episode is our preview of the Jaguars' upcoming game against the Cincinnati Bengals, but we are pushing that to the end, to the very end. The main topic of the day, hopefully for the last time, is Jalen Ramsey. Our Mr. 2-0 is no mo. The Jaguars fulfilled his grandest wishes and traded him away, far, far away. The TIAA bank field has done away with all its banners. His Instagram is now full on Los Angeles. He is a man of Jacksonville no longer. So what is it I'm so scared of? I'm scared of the takes. I'm terrified of the desert fire you two are about to bring. So let's go. Eeny, meeny, miny. Sean, Jalen Ramsey, hit me. I want to start out on the front end here. I want to celebrate his career and what he did for us, our team and our city, okay? Okay. So on the front end, I'd like to say, Jalen Ramsey, thank you. Thank you. You were a fifth overall pick in that 2016 draft. Yeah, you've been the best cornerback in the league for two years. You're a two-time pro bowler, one-time all-pro, okay? Uh, your pick on Nathan Peterman in the AFC wildcard game against the Buffalo Bills. One of the best moments of my football watching career. Absolutely. Never seen a stadium as hype for those moments. We were lit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, In your year under Gus Bradley, uh, you had a rough go of it. A lot of losing. You showed your emotion on the field. And I thought, wow, guy's really invested. Mm -hmm. Really cares. I was always excited to watch you play. 
and you were the best player on pretty much every field that you stepped on whenever you were fully healthy and ready to rock and roll. And your transcendent talent, and you brought that to the field, uh, hard worker, great in the community, charity, and helping out the victims of that, that apartment fire yeah. we, we touched on a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, and just been a model citizen, really. I mean, you, you talk a lot of crap, and some people don't like it, but... That's just part of your identity. You you gave us an identity as a team. We kind of rallied around you, uh, built an entire feeling around you as a team and a city, and, and, and it was great. It was a great ride. And I really appreciate everything that you did for the team, the city, and all that good stuff. Love the shit talking. Uh, yeah. Some of the most memorable moments, the A.J. Green fight, obviously. Um, yeah. I love the... Pre-game before uh, Patriots, we're gonna go up to New England, win that bitch, and then go to the Super Bowl. That was a good little. Oh yeah, segment very boisterous. I did enjoy that because as a man who likes to talk shit personally, I like seeing that reflected in my players, and not only that, but backing it up as well. I remember getting chills when he said, "And we're gonna win that bit." Yeah, you know what I mean? like oh, that's chills. It was great. It was great. Very few people have walked through the door and carried the kind of talent he had, and. Uh, Thank you for that. Jaguars have n- not been good at first round picks, and they were they were good at that one. Yep, you know what I we mean? nailed that, and we nailed that one. Overall, it was a hell of a ride. Yep, and we greatly appreciate everything you did. Absolutely. Now that that is out of the way, Taylor. Yes, sir. Go ahead and hit the music. Jalen Latrell Ramsey. You could have been a legend. You could have had a statue built to you in front of TIA Bank Stadium that would have stayed there until you died. You could have gone down as the best player to ever play for a team, to ever play in a city, You could have been the face of an entire organization, of an entire movement. The Jacksonville Jaguars wanted to build their entire franchise around you, a cornerback, for the next 10 years. We would have made you the highest paid defensive player in the NFL. You would have been set for life. You still will be set for life, but it'll be less. You're gonna get less from the Rams or from wherever you go. And let me tell you right now, Los Angeles, buyer beware, because if I had to bet money on it, he's leaving. He ain't staying there. So let me tell you right now, Jalen Ramsey, we wanted you to be a leader. Jacksonville bet their money that you were gonna be a transcendent talent enough to take us to the next level and do some winning. You don't like losing? Neither do we. Neither does anybody in the city. We want to win. We want guys that'll dig in and be examples and and, and just winning every day at practice, showing up in the games, like doing all the right things, being a leader. You don't want to do that. Jalen Latrell Ramsey did not want to be a leader. He didn't want to lead by example. He didn't want to be the best player on a team. He didn't want to be the face of a franchise. He wanted to be a shiny new toy on a good team and just ball out and not have to worry about facing these questions and and being the reason we lose and having all the pressure on his shoulders. He wants to just show up and do the easy thing, take the easy way out. That's what he wanted. It's weak-minded. 
I do not like it. I'm upset. I feel like I'm getting out of a bad, tumultuous relationship with somebody that I was begging to stay with me and said, I don't give a shit about you anymore. I'm done with you. I woke up one day, you pissed me off, and now I'm petty as hell, and I ain't ever coming back. And I'm gone. I'm, uh, 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 she immediately started flirting with people on Instagram. Immediately. Immediately. We were in a relationship for three damn years. We getting one fight and your ass is flirting with motherfuckers on Instagram. Are you kidding me? I'm so glad. I am so glad your ass is gone. Please do not let the door hit you in the injured back on your way out the door, Jalen Latrell Ramsey. I hope that fucking Jared Goff has a terrible ass season, his ass gets benched, and who the fuck is your quarterback? Blake Bortles, bitch. Are you fucking kidding me? You get in a fight with Doug Marone, you don't like Tom Coughlin, so you turn your back on a whole franchise, on a whole team, on a whole city, and everybody in the fucking stands, you know what jersey they're wearing? Your fucking jersey, man. They're all wearing Ramsey jerseys. You know what jersey they'll be wearing in LA? Not yours. They're gonna be wearing Gurley. They're gonna be wearing Goff. Cooper Cup, because they actually have a team. You want to go join a, a team that's already built? You want to enjoy this NBA culture that you want to be a part of? You you like the NBA culture, and so you want to bring that to the NFL? Okay, that's great. But I hope nobody buys your jersey for the rest of your career because you might end up on another team in the next year and the next year after that because you got no commitment. You got no commitment, dude. There's no commitment in you. You don't want to commit to winning. You don't want to make the most money at your position. You don't want to stay in one place your entire career. A place that completely would devote to you. And every, people defended you. I defended you when you cried on the field. Because I, I thought I said it on the front end. That I thought that it showed that you cared more than any other player I'd ever seen. And that you were devoted and you were committed. But now... I can just see maybe, maybe that might have been a sign of mental softness. You are mentally soft, my guy. Maybe that's why you talk so much shit to hide the fact that you're scared. You're scared of losing. So you want to do the easy thing? That's fine. I don't got to like it. I'm glad we got two first round picks. I'm glad we have the fourth round pick because we're really good at fourth round picks. I'm, I'm scared about the two first round picks, but we got the fourth round pick. I know we're going to hit on that one, baby. I'm so glad you're gone. It's like a girl breaks your heart. You beg her to stay. She says, no, I'm out of here. I'm already flirting with other dudes on Instagram. I'm gone. I'm going to California. I'm doing my own thing. But before I leave, I'm going to give you some stock options. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out and build your own wealth moving forward. And possibly you can bring in another version of me in a year and maybe have a more successful relationship with somebody that will actually stick around. Damn. So I'm good. I'm happy. I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy that you got what you want. You, you pulled the petty move. You got your ass out of Duval. Now, you're on a 3-3 three and three team that's got one more win than the Jaguars. Your offensive line with the, with the Rams, let me tell you right now, is pretty bad. So this season might not end up that great for you, and that pick might end up pretty great for us. So I'm really excited about that. So thank you, Jalen Ramsey. I'm glad that we traded you and got something back, but I'm really pissed off that you demanded a trade in week three and said you're sick of it, and the season had barely started. We just picked up the fifth-year option on you. Like... Let, let it develop a little more. Why has it got to be one fight and you just completely turn your back on everybody? Got so super petty. It's like you already wanted to be gone. It's like, I don't know, maybe Antonio Brown gave you the blueprint on how to get your ass out of somewhere when you don't want to be there anymore and you took it. 
You started acting like a jackass, going on social media, not showing that you care about anybody in Jacksonville. And I saw your press conference going to the Rams, talking about your time in Jacksonville. You 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 spent like 45 seconds talking about Jacksonville, and it was very like crappy shit, dude. Like what the what the hell, man? It's it's BS. I'm glad you're gone. Ugh. I'm excited to not have to talk about Jalen Ramsey and about how he made this entire situation about him. He galvanized himself as a guy that did not want to be here and wanted to do his own thing with what was best for him. And it's not even what's best for him because he would have made more money here. So I don't understand it. I'm glad. I'm glad you're in uh, in LA, man. I'm glad you're gone. I wish you nothing but mediocrity for the next two years. (laughs) Hey, round of applause for Sean Daly, everybody. Hey, 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 hey. My goodness. I just, I just, we're we're getting out of a tumultuous relationship, man. I feel like we're going through a breakup. This is what a breakup feels like. And if you tell me, hey, you know, she left you, but here's some cool shit. She left. She you got for her like you got something back for your end she of the left relationship. You some gold. She left you some gold. Yeah, some money. <laughs> it could be gold. She left you stock options. Yeah, yeah, we have to invest the right way, and then maybe, maybe we're in a more successful relationship. Maybe we have Microsoft stock. Yeah. Maybe we have Enron stock. <laughs> <laughs> which, which way it goes? Uh, I don't know. I, with, with this team, I would, it's probably Enron. Yeah, you know yeah, what I, mean? yeah. I would. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on the trade a little later, but. I'm I'm super salty about how it went down, man. If it was anybody else on the team, if it was anybody else on the team, I wouldn't be as salty. But mm. it was right. the guy that 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 took the city and said, "I'm here now. We're gonna be good. We're gonna go to the Super Bowl. We're gonna win that bitch." And then now he's like, "Nope, I'm out." Just like that. Yeah. And it it completely shows how the NFL is going through a culture change. Like it's going to more you know player player driven like like the NBA. Which trust me, I'm pro player all you want. Telvin Smith, take your time man. do do what's best by you. What kills me is that Jalen Ramsey's not doing what's best by him. What's best by him was to stay here. He's gonna make more money. I don't care how much money he gets anywhere. It's less than what he would have gotten here. We would, we would have given him a blank check, man. But maybe maybe this situation didn't boil down to money. Yeah, that's what I, it's it's petty, dude. It comes down to his he he's he's got a he's got a fucking um he's got an axe to grind with Marone, with Coughlin, with some certain people. One of those you got right. He's he's I, <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know because he in his memoirs he'll shit on everybody. I'm sure. So so Sean, you've said your piece. You've had your time on the soapbox. We appreciate it. But it looks like Pat's chomping at the bit here. Pat, you you want to add on to this? Just to be a fly on the wall. When that conversation between him and Tom Coughlin took place, I would give my entire salary just to hear what went on in that conversation. Because, and you know what? You're probably right. We'll never know. We will probably never know. Tom Coughlin certainly is never going to come out and forward and say it. It's not going to be published in a book with, you know, Jack Del Rio eating at the buffet line type book, okay? It's not going to be right next to that. Um, and Jalen, Jalen's probably going to go down with that ship as well. I'm sure maybe eventually. You think maybe he'll, he'll come out and finally say it? You think so? I do. I definitely do. I think Jalen, uh, at the soonest opportunity he's not in the NFL anymore, if anybody gives him any type of time to talk shit about anybody, I, he'll, he'll do it. I hope so. Because I that that is the only lingering thought in the back of my head. And, and I look at Tom Coughlin and I see how he acts. I see how he's acted all year long. It's not the progressive mindset you want to have in today's league, okay? Times are changing, Tommy, and it's not what it used to be back in the day, okay? If you think, as a Jaguar fan, that you're out of the forest right now, all right, you've gone through the woods, you've gone through the worst of it, and now you're in the clear, you're wrong, 
Okay, you we can't be in more danger as a franchise right now. You just watched what probably could have been the most talented player to play on this team walk through the doors without a buh, nothing, right through, with no questions, no nothing, okay? Shad Khan came out and tried to stop this train in the tracks three months far too late, okay? And the fact that Shad Khan wanted to keep him and was not able to do so... That's very telling, ladies and gentlemen. That is an owner of a team that was willing to splash any kind of figure Jalen wanted on a piece of paper, and he was willing to give him what he wanted, and that wasn't enough, okay? In a day and age where money pretty much rules anything, Shad Khan does not get told no very often. And if there was a reason why he was told no, and it originates from this front office... Shad Khan's not a very happy man, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you that right now. All right, this isn't the first bit that Tom Coughlin's had issues with on the players on this team. Uh, Talvin Smith even kind of cryptically messaged and said that there wasn't it was issues with with the front office. Okay, we've we've had issues before, and Tom Coughlin, you're slowly losing talent and you're not generating talent. Okay, it's not happening. This 73-year-old man controls a lot more on this team than you think he does. And that's very scary when we're going into a draft that we're going to get nine picks out of this year and the next year, okay? And he wants to go with the with the carbon-cut copy of the player he thinks is going to be good versus what might actually be better in this league. Not a good thought, ladies and gentlemen. Not a good thought. I All I hear is how he was a cancer to the team. The team didn't want him there. He was bad for the team. Oh, blah, 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 blah. They did a press conference yesterday with four or five players and not one. They were upset he was gone. Leonard Fournette's pissed that he's gone. Miles Jack's mad that he's gone. There's not a single player on this team that did not want him on this team. Okay? Because at the end of the day, that's a fraternity of brothers that want to play together and stick together. And there was no reason that they didn't want him on the team. That's because TC wanted him off this team, guys. TC wanted him off this team. That's all it is. Point blank and simple. And if he was willing to get rid of that, your, your, your most talented player on the team, albeit it was it was a decent trade, and we'll get into that later, but that's too much control in a man that's too far from the game. All right? He's not taking snaps. He's not calling plays. That's too much power. And and I had a conversation with someone the other day. It might be because Shad Khan's not a very football-savvy guy. He got rich by selling car bumpers and, and, and what have you to get to where he is now, okay? I won't disrespect the man on how he got his money, but he's a rich man with no football knowledge, and maybe he leans a little too heavily on the ideas of Tom Coughlin. A very poisonous idea from Tom Coughlin. So if you think we're out of the woods yet, guys, we're not even close. You need to get rid of this guy. I am I am banging on the door. I am waiting for that day that he gets cut from this team. Because I, I promise you, it will be exponentially better when this man leaves this, this franchise. Players are walking on eggshells. People don't like being in the facility. Shad Khan just lost his best player that he probably will ever have here or over across the pond. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. This man's accountable for a lot more than you think he is, and it's time we cut ways. If he every day Tom Coughlin stays in this organization is another day worse that we get stepping in the wrong direction. Okay? Get rid of him. Put him out. Put him in the back of the stable. Take that shotgun back there and handle it, okay? You gotta get the horse out. You gotta do it. Load it. 
The, the leg's broken. He's not racing anymore. Get rid of it, okay? And the horse. Tom Coughlin, the horse. Both of them. Line them up. Get rid of it. I'm done with it. I'm absolutely done with it. I lit up Jalen. You lit up Tom. I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> the balls on you. The balls on you to let trot out Doug Marone to have a fucking press conference for a trade that you started, that you finished, and you let Doug Marone be the fucking fall guy to, to answer media questions on a trade he had no business in, on a player he had all the business of keeping, and you, you don't have the balls to go out there and make your own fucking statement? you, Tom Coughlin. You, your kids, your family, everybody. Your fucking, your estate, your wealth. I hope your your legacy, those two Super Bowl trophies, I hope you shove them up your ass and you fucking rot in hell. I am done with you. Wow. All right. Heavy words there for Tom Coughlin. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I was, uh, you know, I, I felt like I was pretty nice to Jalen now. Well, I thought, I, thought know, I was hard on Jalen. They say they say talk quietly and carry a big stick. I'd rather just talk loudly. All right, there you go. And you know, carry a big stick. Carry a big you know, stick. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> big stick, Nick. All right, but quick question. So what you're saying is, even though Tom Coughlin tried to right the ship at the end, and Shad Khan and the team made a full on effort to try to keep Jalen Ramsey, you said that preventative measures should have been taken. Again, like I said, that conversation never happens between him and Tom Coughlin. We're in a completely different story. Yeah. It's a write-your-own-ending novel. Yeah? Okay? You think We that... took option B by letting Tom Coughlin say whatever it is he said to Jalen. Yeah. And here we are. If something happens, there are call-outs, I think, right? Mm-hmm. You can have the perfect everything, but if you have that one thing that messes with you, whether it be money, whether it be respect, whether it be communication, whether it be... It hinders everything else. You think moving forward, the Jaguars should focus more on maybe looking at a different form of, like, character... Uh, in the draft process or because you know they took Jalen based on his talent even though he had some he, not character issues off the field he doesn't get in any trouble or anything but he has a volatile personality that obviously goes through heavy mood swings because he's happy he was happy with the Jaguars when they went to the AFC title game he's on top of the world had another bad year and then this year started out and he got pissed off and now he's gone it was really quick so how do we differentiate between the Jalen Ramseys and the Larry Fitzgeralds well, I think you kind of you kind of nailed it. Okay, yeah. it's it's not a matter of personality. I think it's you have a difference between someone with off the field issues, mm-hmm. i.e. Antonio Brown, yeah. who had all that shit that came out, yeah. right? Oh yeah, got rid of he got lost him probably the high like you said highest paid receiving contract, yeah. in the he league. Got lost everything it. he wanted. Lost got everything he wanted. And he, and lost he lost it all lost. because of that. Yeah, I think mentally I you can have a play you can be a player like Jalen with the capacity I don't think it comes down to off to, to a mental personality it's not that even with maybe Darrell Revis even when he, he he had no character issues and he was the best corner in the league and he didn't stay on one team like he was moving around and stuff like that and some guys so, just want to do that some but, guys want to be journeyman some guys just want to go out there and, and just Revis be was a mercenary but he always went to the highest bidder whereas Jalen if Revis would have but it's not Jalen it's yeah. not Jalen that's so, not what Jalen did Jalen went. He he, uh, he came, comes off as petty, man. And, and I don't the, know if it. I don't know if it was the back injury. And I love. Yes, these. I am 100 percent with you. I that is one thing I and you see me. I've been on the sale this entire time. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I didn't swift from it. I did not like that at all. I I I, I gave you him the benefit. Him. I gave him you the benefit of the him. doubt. I thought for sure that maybe he had some back spasms. I thought maybe he had something that that could hinder his performance. And I and I gave it to him until the end of the time. 
But now that I see that he's playing this week, I see that he's going across country. I mean, come on, dude. To That's be a train flight. For me, for me, if I was to get on a plane today, go over to L.A., I mean, what? The, the most I'm doing is I'm going out to a bar till 3 in the morning, yeah. and then I'm out for the rest of the day. My this guy's going to go over this over there, practice, and then play a game? Yeah. That's a lot. That's very costly on your body. That's the one thing that did piss me off a bit. But at this point, like I said... The writing was on the wall from the beginning. There was never a way that you were going to turn around and change this. It was always going to go in this direction. It was just a matter of when. And unfortunately, the guy calling the shot doesn't wear a uniform. And he f***ing doesn't play, call the plays on this team, guys. Uh, before we get to Cincinnati, uh, I want to say I do feel like we're a better football team today. I do. I don't know why. I do. I feel like he wasn't playing to begin with. He wasn't, he wasn't playing. He, if he, we kept him on the team, he faked this back injury. He would have kept coming up with reasons not to play if we kept him on the team. He would have never played because that's he's obviously that form of petty. He's the, I don't know if you watch Dragon Ball Z, he is the Super Saiyan of petty. He got into an argument and he said, oh, you pissed me off. Then guess what? I'm taking I'm taking myself. I'm removing myself from your team. Everything done. I'm, I'm done. And they're like, oh, please, come on. Let's work this out. No, no working this out. I'm done. It's over. And well, and again, like I said, the writing was on the wall. He was going to keep making excuses until it is, until he he got off the so team. So we're better now. So, in talent wise, we are not better. Of I will not. I will not be one of these but guys he wasn't on Twitter. Play. I will not be one of these guys on Twitter that say the talent wise we are better. Oh, we're not. No, no, no. At his position, overall as a team, we are not better at all. The fact that he's got now, I will agree with you. We do have closure and we are able not exactly. to move on yeah. yes in a benefit to that we do we did get a nice haul out of it and again we'll talk about that later but no talent wise we are not better off on this team and anyone who thinks out there you're a loon you need to get some medicine you need to get some sleep because i you you're working too damn hard and you ain't making sense it's but emotional man we're going it's emotional we're i understand that but take emotion of out of facts take emotions out of facts guys don't don't put the two together. You're in a troublesome place. Uh, on a bright spot, I will say, on October 17th, Lambeau was signed on this team. 2017, two years, baby. Future Hall of Fame, Lambeau. Boom! Joshua I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you finally, you're finally you're jumping, I'm on, jumping the, on the train. Yeah! I'm signing. <laughs> I'm signing. All the way to Canton, baby! He and, and Since we've signed him, he's been 52 of 55 in field goals. That's a 94.5 percentage. That is a franchise record. He also has had 24 consecutive field goals that also set a franchise record. So give that Lambo some love, guys, because I tell you what, there's uh, he's accurate, he's deadly, power T, Josh Lambo. Oh, yeah. All right, I hate to put a pause on things while you guys are on fire, but we do need to cut the break. We do need to hear a quick word from our sponsors. So we'll do that. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Your Duval Hot Takes will return with more Jalen Takes. Drink the drink. All right, your Duval hot takes have returned. In the first half of the episode, we spoke about the Jalen Ramsey trade, and Sean and Pat shared their opinions. They shared their takes, how the trade made them feel. Uh, what they didn't talk on, but what was teased a little bit earlier, was the deal itself. So for those of you who don't know, the deal was Jalen Ramsey goes to the Los Angeles Rams, and in return, the Jaguars get a first-round draft pick in 2020, and in 2021, a first and fourth round draft pick. That's what we're discussing now. Who wants to go first? How do we feel about the deal? Rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. All right, there you go. Sean got scissors. Pat got paper. Sean, you have the floor. 
I like it. I like it. I don't love it. I like it. I would have rather, instead of the fourth round pick in the second year, uh, Gerald Everett, the tight end, you know, uh, but they might be sold on Josh Oliver. I would have liked to gotten a, a proven player back, uh, like even Cooper Cup, or I, I don't know if they would have given up Cooper Cup, but Gerald Everett, or maybe bring back Dante Fowler Jr. Would you have entertained uh, uh, Marcus Peters? Mar- Marcus Peters, nah, no. I, nah. Marcus Peters is washed, and he, and he always needs uh, safety help. He's mm-hmm. one of the cornerbacks. He can guard three yards, and then he needs a safety. On so and on. That's why they're getting rid of him. Yeah. I feel good about this team moving forward, man. I really do. Uh, a big thing that I have yet to hear anyone in Jacksonville media talk about that we talked about in the offseason moving forward, okay, was that they were going to have to choose between re-signing Jalen and re-signing Yannick Ngakwe. Well, the decision has been made. <laughs> I think. Don't tell me. <laughs> and, uh, I, if we don't re-sign Yannick to an extension here in the next two weeks... I feel like that's kind of mismanagement. We need to get that done now because guess what? We have we have money now. We've got wow. some. We've got a little money to, to spend. Very bold. So we can. I think we should re-sign Yannick in the next two weeks. Get that out of the way, and then now we can recoup a lot of money here. Looking forward, we can we can restructure Calais. We can you know we already restructured Darius. Uh, we can restructure Bouye. Uh, the Blake Bortles comes off the cap next year. Next year exactly. Now Jay, we don't have to re- worry about re-signing Jalen. Do we you can, do you live in a world where we don't re-sign Yannick? Uh, I, what are we gonna trade him to? Yeah. Oh man, dude, for for first round. Pick, Listen, at this point, just get all the picks we can. At this point, yeah, trade him to the Chiefs. Yeah, whatever. Trade him. Who cares? Trade them all. Would Fuck. you be heartbroken if he traded Yannick? Uh, well, it's gonna be Yannick or Calais, and I want Yannick because he's younger. Sure. So if we're gonna, I'd rather release Calais, and I'd rather keep Yannick. He's a he's a blue oh, chip you, pass rusher. You and now with the the cards you're dealt, you can keep Yannick and restructure Calais. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. That's you what don't I'm have to I, pick one or the other. And we got Tave and Brian, man. We got depth, dude. I feel I feel good. We we need a corner. We're gonna spend one of those draft picks on a cornerback. Oh, you better believe we, it. We need a cornerback. <laughs> better believe. It. Now, and would you trade one for a cornerback? A trade one of the for like a proven cornerback. Yeah, like a what? Like a Patrick, Patrick Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, nah, we were thinking the same thing, but he's 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 a little older. He's a little older. Helps know. out on special teams. Uh, I don't know. No, we, we I, I I think we need to focus more on the offensive side of the ball. We need to sign, draft a corner and then focus on offensive alignment. We need mm-hmm. offensive alignment. Offensive line. Give me a left guard. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's get rid of Norwell too. We can get that ooh, money back too. Ooh, you know what I mean? Please. Like, come on now. Please. I, I just I love like and then this team moving forward where we're at today with no Jalen. And uh, we're recouping some money here. I, I really like. We got all these picks. I'm, dude. I'm kind of excited, man. I feel, I feel good. I feel uh, it's weirdly good because we we might be able to pick up another first round pick because I I got some conspiracy theories, mm. you know, that I'll throw out there. Well, I will say this: Trey Herndon, take your game check from last week, yeah, and go get you a nice pair of Ray Bands, yeah, because that spotlight just got really. F- Bright, You're buddy. a starter now, bud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those pants, yeah, yeah, they got a little bit bigger. Go get you a nice, nice Gucci belt to hold them up as well because uh, you're going to be in the spotlight, my guy. You are the guy this year, okay? There's no no relief coming for you, okay? Big shoes to fill. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have to uh, shut down Tyler Boyd this week, and then after that, you're going to have to shut down Robbie Anderson, okay? So you can really eat here, all right, in the next couple weeks. Hey. Good right, practice you, weeks. you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. We're, you get preseason all over again. We sit here two and four, the Rams three and three. I see an outcome 
where the Jacksonville Jaguars could have a better record than the Los Angeles Rams it's funny by the bring, end of this season. It's funny you bring that up because a lot of people I spoke to were like, oh, man, yeah, we traded to the Rams. The Rams are going to get – we're going to end up with the 25th pick. Yeah. yeah. They're not the Rams of last year, my friend. Their offensive line is decimated. Oh, my God. Decimated. You're you're in a town talking about starting Blake Bortles. Yeah. Listen, uh, been there, done that. <laughs> that was <laughs> us. <laughs> We're Jaguars because we've seen a thing or two. Fun, all right? Fun fact. All right? The Now on the Los Angeles Rams, they have the Jacksonville Jaguars first-round picks from 2014, yeah. 2015, mm-hmm. and 2016. They have Blake Bortles, Dante Fowler Jr., and Jalen Ramsey. Fun oh, facts, I forgot about Dante Fowler. Fun facts about all three of those guys, top five. Top five picks. And I think I saw something somewhere. We have either five or six guys on our defense that have more sacks than Dante Fowler does this year. Yeah, oh yeah. No, I love it. I love it. I mean, it. that's, uh, come on. We're it writes unload, itself. We unload our unwanted, uh, you know, excess onto the Rams. To be a Rams fan right now is probably the scariest feeling in the world. You don't have a first round pick for the next two years. Right? Is yeah. it two or three years? Two years. Yeah. yeah. You're done. You're sold out. You got to win it this year. And you're sitting at three and three. I, I could understand if you're sitting at five and one. And they lost to the 49ers and the Seahawks already. So, and they're both in their division. If you don't win it this year, you want to talk about self-destruction mode. Yeah. You're entering it next year, my you man. Running back, your best player's got arthritis in his knee. And he is their best player, even with Jalen on the team. They need Todd Gurley more than they need Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. So, I do. I'm very positive moving forward. Um, I need a good draft. I like our aspects. We need I need draft. a good draft. You got nine picks next year. Nine. I want you to get three right. I exactly. Sean, you got nine picks. I want you to get three. Quick math. That's thirty three percent. Okay, that's failing in every category across the world. Failing. And if this season goes well, it's probably going to be the same front office. Though, if we if we turn the season around, it's going to be the same front office. I don't see. I mean, we got plenty of time to talk about all plenty that stuff. Of time. What I, I want to talk about is the possibility of secret agent Jalen Ramsey. Oh, <laughs> oh my I god! Saw, I saw a theory. Mm. All this is dog and pony show. It's I, all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. All years. Notice. He didn't have a contract in place with the Rams. Right. He has not committed to re-signing with the Rams. Right. Maybe uh-huh. after this season moving forward, uh-huh. if he hits free agency, uh-huh. we offer him the most money. And come You're, on oh back. Oh, my God. You're come ridiculous. on back. So not only we get two first-round picks, and we get to keep them two years from wow. now. Wow. How awesome would that be? After There's, all the videos on Twitter and people burning their jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm very upset back. I did not see a lot. I didn't see enough. Burning videos on, yeah. on Twitter. Very low key on the burning this well, year. Well, we're a good fan base, man. We're a good fan base. And jerseys are fucking expensive. Yeah, we're not a fan base that's had to burn a lot of jerseys yeah. in the past. I, like, mm. dude, I, and that's the thing about with the, this new culture of like we can leave whenever we want. We, you know what I mean? There's no loyalty anymore. I don't. I'm not buying jerseys anymore. I, I still am rocking my Garrard, man. I'm yeah. rocking my David. I still G. got my Marky B. I'm, I'm not. I'm not buying new jerseys just because you're gone. I mean, Calais Campbell, cool, but then like he might even be gone next year. You can't. I mean, the longest tenure Jaguar on the team, Devin. Look it up. I think it's Brandon Linder. No, it is um, Avery Jones. Avery Jones. Yep. That's your, that's your final answer. Final answer for your life. For my life. Right. Right. I think it's. If Linder. not, you can line me up with Tom Coughlin. I think it's Linder. All right, Devin. Who do we got? Avery Jones. Bang, bang. 2013. And Linder? 2014. See, I was close. Yeah. I was close. 
Yep. All right, guys. So we have spent the greater part of this episode talking about Jalen Ramsey and all the, the controversies that go with him. I think it's time that we go ahead and put a stop to it forever. Yeah. In fact, Devin, install the shot collars today. We talked about this as a podcast. Devin is installing shot collars around our necks. Okay. And so now every episode past this episode that we mention Jalen Ramsey, Devin will shock us. And you will hear this. That is how committed we are to not talking about this guy anymore. Not on the team. Not on my mind. Out of sight. Out of mind. Enjoy your surf. You're gone. Okay. I kind of like the idea. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here for oh, it. You're into the pain? You're into that? Don't kink, don't kink shame. <laughs> All right, everybody. Time to look forward. Time to get reacquainted with Dr. Feelgood. Yeah, well, we're on to Cincinnati. Because we are up against the 0-6 Cincinnati Bengals. It's just so funny to say 0-6. 0-6 oh, is You know oh, what's even gosh. funnier? 0-7. Mm. 0-7. That'd be real funny. About okay? to be. And it'd be great. Jaguars go to Cincinnati this coming Sunday, the 20th. Another 1 p.m. game. We are without he who shall not be named now. And we have already talked about Trey Herndon and the spotlight that's on him. So how do we feel about the rest of our team? Are we feeling good going into this game? What are the stakes? Well, the stakes are very low from our side. I mean, listen, you're, you're facing a team 0-6, not because of strength of schedule, but this team is utter dog shit. okay? Shout out to the state of Ohio, you shit state. Fucking Cleveland, you know I'm going to mention you again. Cleveland, you can go to hell. Cincinnati, get what? Get right behind him in line and jump on that same train. What well, I feel terrible for you guys this week. You know why? Because this is probably the most entertainment you'll probably get to watch since you watch that homeless guy tie up and shoot up in the Walmart parking lot next door. Okay? No! This is going to be the most entertainment you'll see all week long. Is getting mauled and destroyed by us this week. You got Joe Mixon as a starting running back. Joe Mixon averaging 50 yards a game. You can't get off a toilet seat for 50 yards a game. Joe Mixon not welcome at Panera Bread anymore. 50 yards a game! Leonard Fournette could stop playing today, and it would take you nearly all the rest of the season to catch up to his yards. Andy Dalton, what can I say about you that I can't say about Lindsay Lohan? You're redheaded, washed up, and going nowhere in life. Okay? You're trash. Hey. Still stuck in this league. Hey. I can't. When's your replacement rolling? Eli Manning's out the door. When is your time to retire? Watch it, parent trap. AJ Green ain't going to be fighting nobody this week. The only thing you're going to be fighting is getting off that bench with your hurt ass. You're not playing. This defensive line is going to eat this week. Andy Dalton has been sacked 22 times this year. We are Herbie fully loaded. (laughs) God, this is going to get it really bad. I'm going to really keep quick. throwing Lindsay Lohan punches. 22 times you've been sacked, Andy D, and you're only three off by being the most sacked quarterback in the league. We're going to help you out by getting there this week. That's right. Saxonville's going to come into town in Cincinnati and light up that offensive line. Your left tackle is also hurt, not going to play. I wish I knew his name, but he's probably no better than Joe Blow down the street, so I'm not going to waste my time on it. Devin, thank you. Cordy Glenn, what a stupid fucking name, Cordy. What was cable taken? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'll tell you about cable. I was watching cable the other day. Mean Girls, great movie. 
Oh my god. So Cordy, Cordy's getting in fights on the sideline with coaches. Seen that one before. Fine, two hundred thousand dollars. Went AWOL to practice. You know what? You're not coming to practice. Don't come to the game, Cordy, because I got nothing for you. Unless you want a face full of Josh Allen or Ngakwe, Calais, maybe, maybe a little mix of the both. Throw up the tree. We'll have a threesome with you. We wear pink on Wednesdays. We're gonna be in Andy Dalton's all game long. Andy Dalton, just, just. Go ahead and wear a teal jersey while you're at it, because you're going to get green all over that pretty little orange anyway. Believe the rumors. You guys have scored 97 points all year long. That's 29th in the NFL. You've allowed 159 against you. That's 26th in the NFL. You guys are just dog shit bad. And we're just going to show you more of it this week. All right, let's turn the attention away from the Bengals team and back to our Jaguars for a little bit. We'll take a look at the injury report here. Uh, we had a few unfortunate injuries coming out of last week's game, but we do have one big name coming out of the list. Josh Oliver. He lives! He's here! And he's ready to play. Josh Jay, Oliver. Jay Curls. Josh, hey, you play fantasy football? You need a tight end? Pick up Josh Oliver. Bang him. Boom! High upside, okay? Josh Oliver is going to get a lot of targets because he's the only tight end we got left. Four catches for 60 yards. Maybe a tutty. Who knows? Who knows? Because Jeff Swain is listed on the injury report as uh, soulless. He's looking for Mm. his soul. Uh, He got absolutely destroyed in the game. Ragdolled. That that was the most... That was unsettling. Like, he Mm. got hurt. Like, it was bad. No, I talk a lot of crap about Jeff Swaim and how he's not good, and that's still true. But it, it, <laughs> he still got hurt. Not taking it, a back seat on I, that. I don't want him to get hurt. I didn't want him to get hurt because he was so bad. He's just really bad, and he, that's why he got hurt. Probably. Well, he's probably not going to be playing anytime soon. So. Yeah, he's just he's really he's slow. Wish granted. He's. I didn't wish him hurt. No? I just. No, I, it's okay. I just. I, I'm gonna let the burden weigh on your shoulders. I, he, you know, I mean, if he could run a route. More than ten yards, he wouldn't have gotten squared up two yards in. You know oh what I mean? Like God. just, he, uh, hopefully Josh Oliver can run down the field. Second spot lot on Josh Oliver. Uh, Trey's going to be pretty bright, but yours is going to be a little bit, little, really close. Second, second place brightness. LEDs. All right, fifty watts. I want to see some catches, man. I want to see, see some tight end play. I want to see what we got. Yeah, dude. Let's see what we got in Josh. You know, Oliver. San Diego State. Come out there. No, San San Jose State. Yeah. San Jose State defensive end. Marquise Lee ain't walking through that door, man. Uh, well, we need production. Yeah, Marquise Lee's going to be out for about three more weeks. Marquise he, Lee's barely walking, period. So. Yeah, he, I, I think he's demanded a trade. <laughs> I Lee. would grant that trade <laughs> tomorrow. We're trading him to the XFL. I would trade him for an Arby's melt. <laughs> Half three, eaten. Three day old. Not cooked. No cheese. No bun. Trash. I'd trade him for trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'd trade him for Lindsay Lohan. All right, so that is our upcoming game against the Bengals. Let's look back to our season predictions. We've fallen out of line with them after our loss against the Saints and after Sean and Pat uh, finally disagreed. Y'all were pretty consistent there for a while. But the both of you have us winning against the Bengals, obviously. Sean's score prediction was 38-17. Yeah. And Pat, what was yours? 24-10. All right, you you sticking with it without our uh, he who shall not be named? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm definitely sticking with it. It's uh, up to them if they want to stack it up some more. Uh, I'm I'm happy with the 24-10 result. Uh, will there be a, plenty of time on the clock to add more to it? Certainly. Go ahead, do your worst. 
Uh, I like my 38-17. I'm going to stick with 38-17. Uh, I really think we're going to get ahead early, and Lenny's going to have a career day. Uh, Minshew has to answer because now, I mean, the Bengals have a crap defense, but they the scheme is there now. The Saints gave it to you last week. Bull rush the line, cut down on Chark, and see what he can do. Make his passing game a more complete product where you can't just throw accurately outside the pocket. Got to be able to do it from a closing pocket in the middle as well. And so it's going to be fun to watch that. I have a big prediction for this game. I think Leonard Fournette goes uh, 27 carries, 149 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, four catches in the air for 20 yards, and a touchdown through the air. Wow. So he's going to quadruple his touchdown he's gonna have He's going to have three touchdowns in this game. Wow. Big the, game for Lenny. The wow. Bengals, the Bengals have the worst rush defense in the NFL, and it's uh, not even I'm w- close. I'm with you. I'm it's with you, but close. I mean, uh, uh, high, high, high hopes. I'm telling you right now, you watch. You no, watch. I, I hope so. Armstead might even get him one. I, oof. Armstead might even get him one. Just, Who knows? Let's just pour it all once. Yeah, that's what I'm 60 saying. 60 to 3. I think Minshew, Minshew has a day like... 18 of 21 for uh, 151 and one one tutty. Maybe may I put him up to like 27 out of 30, but no, we don't. If if, <coughs> if he's throwing 30 times, we, he should not be throwing 30 times in this game. Well, I mean, why not? Because we're gonna be ahead the whole time. Run the ball yeah. on the worst rush defense in the NFL. Run the score up. Run it up. Hey, no matter what, I like this optimism. All right, once again, that game is this coming Sunday, the 20th, 1 p.m. on CBS. When we return next week, we will recap that game when we are the 3-4 Jaguars and the Bengals are 0-7. And if that doesn't happen, don't listen to the next episode. I'm telling you right now, you don't want that in your life. It'll just be one big bleep the entire time. Do not listen to the episode. If If we live in the existence where the Bengals get their first win against the Jaguars on Sunday, don't listen to the next episode. Don't do it. I encourage you to listen to every episode. Don't. No. F*** that. Do not listen to it. We're going to go ahead and call it here, guys. This has been your Duval Hot Takes Podcast. My name is Taylor Smith, moderator for the show. Lindsay Lohan, host. <laughs> Amanda Bynes, co-host. Oh, oh good pull. Yeah. Devin Mabe, you helped us out as well. Thank you for your moral support. Say goodbye. Goodbye. All right, guys. Heated episode this time around. Be sure to give the first half of the episode a double take. Hear our takes on Jalen Ramsey and share your thoughts with us on Facebook and Twitter at Duval Hot Takes. We'll shout you out next week when we recap the Bengals game. Until then, be safe. Take care. Kick rocks, Jalen Ramsey. Go watch a Lindsay Lohan movie. That's a shock. Mm.